Do you want to achieve career success? Then welcome to This Is Your Career Podcast, a show where we share tips and strategies on how to land your dream job and build a successful career. My name is Great Oweti, an HR professional and your host on this podcast. Let's dive in. Hello, welcome to another episode of This Is Your Career Podcast. I'm always your host, Great Oweti, and today I have a phenomenal guest on this show. His name is Emmanuel Abengude. The topic of this episode is relationship metrics for career sources, relationship metrics for career sources. And so right away, we'll dive into meeting our guest today, uh, Mr. Emmanuel Abegude. Hi, boss. Hello. Great. Good evening. Good evening, fellow professionals. Good evening. Thank you for um, tuning to the show. We'll go right away by asking um, who... Emmanuel Abengude is so would we'll start from Deb. Okay. Um, good evening, everyone. Uh, uh, thanks once again to Great for the opportunity to join the show tonight. My name is Emmanuel Abengude. I'm an HR professional. I currently at the HR function at Audio Technologies Limited. Um, yeah, so that's me. <laughs> Very brief, brief profile. You don't want to give us uh, the the deep behind the scenes stories. <laughs> we have all those on LinkedIn. <laughs> oh, great! Oh, great! Okay, so uh, just before we launch into our topic of discussion today, um, I always ask professionals on this show, my guests on this show, how um, one specific question. So um, I like to also ask you, um, how do you define a successful career? What is a successful career to you? Okay, so um, it's successful career. So before we go into defining a successful career, we have to first look at personally to each person looking at that question now, what is your career aspiration? What is your career goal? Uh, for, For anyone that has a career aspiration or goal, a successful career to the person will then be to uh, achieving that particular goal. So for me, a successful career is a career that um, be beyond the be beyond the limits, beyond the challenges, beyond the orders, you know, on the career path. You are able to scale through to get to the zenith of that particular career plan that you have for yourself. Personally, I hope to become a CEO one day. Okay. And um, for this, I have set milestones of what I want to achieve at a particular age of my life, you know, at each particular age of my life. So getting to those milestones and ultimately becoming CEO of a multinational will then be a successful career for me. Phenomenal. So um, most importantly, you need to check your career aspiration. So your progress towards your career aspiration determines your successful career. That's what it means for you, right? Definitely, yeah. yeah. All right, thank you so much. Um, so my uh, our next question, which is uh, the reason why you're on this show. Um, so almost everyone believes that uh, relationships are critical to building career sources, you know, but mm-hmm. um, not everyone understands the how, you know, um, of, of building that relationships. You know, so we, we are on this show today to talk about how, you know, we can build relationships that are critical, you know, for career sources. Um, so th- th- my first question will now relate to what what is the relationship to you? You know what is relationship um, to um, Emmanuel? Okay, um, relationship 
Um, so we, we, I, I can define relationship as my network. I can define relationship as um, people, yeah? People and structures I have around me that, um, that are pivotal to my career success, that are pivotal to my career journey. So for me, that is relationship, people and support structures that I have around me. Okay, so I, I believe that um, everybody would, everybody would um, accept or yeah, agree on the fact that people are the um, content and context of relationships. You know, so um, who yeah. do you who do you think we need to build relationships for um, for career success? Who are those people we need to build critical relationship with? You know, for for career success. Okay, so um, I believe I'm not just talking to HR professionals on this show. I'm talking to a, a wider audience. So yes. uh, first and foremost, before you start saying who you want to build relationship with, and I'm going to give you uh, categories or examples or structures that you need to put around your relationship. But first and foremost, what you need to do is to first understand who you are. So understanding who you are will, uh, will be a very, very great step for you you know, to starting your career and to start gathering your network. So when you understand who you are, you'll also be able to use that information of who you are and the knowledge of who you are to be able to, you know, determine what kind of career you want to pursue. Because I've seen many people approach me and say, hey, Emmanuel, please, I want you to help me. I need a job. And I ask them, what kind of job do you want? And they will say, any job. For me, anybody that says that, number one, there is, there is nothing like any job. Any job is no job. That's number one. Number two, for people that say that or that think that way, I tend to think that they've not discovered themselves because if you have discovered yourself, then you know what is right for you and what is not right for you based on your personality. So understanding who you have and understanding the career path you want to tread is important once, once you have once you have that map out, then you need to start looking at who are the successful people on this particular career. So for me, for instance, I decided a long time ago that I wanted to do HR. So um, yeah, I wanted to do it even though I've had my branch in sales, uh, I've done a bit of marketing before I finally found my way into HR. But before I got into HR, and the HR job wasn't, wasn't, wasn't really forthcoming, you know, at the start, especially because I had a sales and marketing job on my CV and all. So what I did then was to connect with uh, Victor Debayo and Emmanuel Michael. You know, I started asking them questions. I looked at where they are going to speak, and then I go there with them, you know, and things like that, trying to gather information from the connections with those two people. I started meeting other people in the HR space, you know, that I could learn from and all. So I call those ones mentors. So for, for, for you to start gathering your relationship, you need to have mentors. Very, very important. Who are the people that have treaded the path or that have trodden the path, pardon me, uh, that you want to tread, that have traveled through the path that you want to travel on, you need to identify them. You need to see if these people are approachable, and then you approach them, ask for mentorship. Ask them to train you. Ask them to, to expose you and give you insight into how they, they moved through that path such that the mistakes they made and hurdles, you wouldn't have to make them. After mentors, you need what we call sponsors. 
So a sponsor is someone probably within your organization or outside your organization that could recommend you for opportunities, that could recommend you for promotion, you know, that could stick his neck out, I mean, out for you. And, um, say, hey, this is my guy. Um, I want you to give him an opportunity, this and that. So in my career uh, uh, journey, I have people around me that I could say that, oh, these are my sponsors. You know, and your sponsors don't necessarily have to be your superiors. You see, uh, someone you have managed before could be your sponsor, could be the person that will recommend you for job opportunities, for promotions, for new projects to handle and things like that. So you need to identify and have sponsors. Okay, so mentors, sponsors, and the last category of people, or let me say second to the last, are coaches. So everybody has a weakness and you have gaps that you want to bridge. You need to have a coach that will be able to guide you through some of the things you need to do, you know, in your area of gaps to close that, those gaps. So if you if you you are looking forward to climbing the executive ladder, for instance, you may need an executive coach, you know, that will guide you into how executives talk, you know, the points around executives, the books you need to start reading, the kind of networks you need to gather to be a successful executive, and things like that. So you need coaches, and then you need peers, people that you can always, uh, you know, work to people that will challenge you. Yes, they are your peers. You know, they are not your mentors this time around. They are your peers, but they are doing great stuff that you also look forward to doing. Personally, I have a lot of these great guys within my network, people that could cheer me up when I'm falling, you know, people that could say, oh, uh, I'm reading this material and I feel you should read it too. I'm attending this conference and I think we should go together. You know, people that could say, oh, I'm taking this training and I think that it could be a very good facilitator in this training too and things like that. So you need those four categories of people to 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 work with you know in building a successful career phenomenal so you have, for me you have um, uh, you have just clarified the who we need to build relationship with you know it, as we progress in our career you've called you've spoken about mentors sponsors coaches and peers and then there are phenomenal yes. points you've made there now we've just talked about the who. Now we want to drill down into the how we can really go about building these relationships, you know, with mentors, okay. with sponsors, with coaches, and then with peers. What, okay. What's your What's okay. your personal model? Okay, so yeah, uh, th thank you for saying personal because um, I've seen many people coming out to say this is the way to do it, and it's not one size fits, fits all. You know, it's okay. not. Yeah. casting stone there's there's yeah. only one route doesn't enter the market there are very many roads True. to baloku markets <laughs> okay yeah so having said that uh, for me my personal approach has always been first and foremost recognize um recognize who i want to connect with who i want to be my mentor for instance so starting from mentorship now i mentioned victor debayer i mentioned Emmanuel michael these guys, so when I was in school, I think in my 400 level, Victor Adebayo came to our school and um, he delivered a talk and I liked him right there. And then I tried to connect with him on Facebook. And I think the same day he accepted my connection request. So I started following him and I started reading his post. I didn't ask him anything. I just wanted to understand who he is or was as a then. And then I saw that, oh, this is somebody I could connect with. So I approached him one day, you know, via Facebook Messenger, and I told him, sir, this and this and this is what I want to do. 
and I want you to be my mentor. So he started asking me uh, questions, you know, around why I wanted to be in HR. In, in fact, it gave me a lot of discouraging things about HR so that, you know, um, I, I think he was doing that to test whether I really, really wanted HR. Till today, he never said he was, I mean, he, he never said he accepted being my mentor, but he has been mentoring me ever since. The same thing with Emmanuel Michael. I saw him posting a lot of great stuff on LinkedIn, and then I slid into his uh, DM, introduced myself, and told him I appreciate what he has been doing, and I feel that he could contribute to my life. I want to be his mentee and all. He also did not respond as to whether I was going to accept to be my mentor or not. But then I saw that he was going to speak at an event and I slid into his DM again and asked him, oh, sir, I saw that you are going to speak at this event. Can I just carry your bag after you to this event? And he said, okay, why not? Where do you stay? Okay, meet me at also, please. And that was how the relationship started. And, um, and the same thing, you know, with Yemi Fashion uh, and very many other mentors that I have in the HR space. So for me, one of the things I do is that I meet these, these thought leaders, these leaders that I think I could gain from, and I say, this and this is who I am, this is where I'm going, and I would like you to guide me to getting there. I don't go uh, looking, like, um, looking like a beggar, you know, as it were. I, I don't know what better word to use. I, I go with a sense of value. Uh, you understand? I go with a sense of value, and then I make my proposition. Many of them would not respond, but then I know what I wanted, and I'll continue to pursue, because these guys could really, really be busy most of the time. Yeah, so I, I did that, and um, it has worked for me so far. Another thing that I've seen many people do, you know, they approach me, Emmanuel, I want you to be my mentor, and then the next day you are coming to ask me for a job. You know, uh, for me, I don't even know you. So I can't recommend someone I don't know for a job. You know, and things like that. So don't come, don't, don't, don't try to develop something that will look like a parasitic relationship from the beginning. Try and offer value. If you don't have a value to offer, let them see your future and then let them plug into it um, naturally without you trying to coerce them into things. So that's how I've been able to build relationship with my mentors, you know, and uh, I'm always very boastful and proud of who my mentors are. When you mentioned most of the big names, you know, in HR in Nigeria today, I could say those are my fathers and mothers in the profession. The same thing with, um, uh, with, with uh, sponsors. So sponsors, part of these yeah. mentors, yeah, part of these mentors are sponsors. And what I do, okay, is that, um, so I have a few of them that based on the relationship we have had uh, over the years, I could tell, okay, I'm actually open to opportunities. If you have any opportunities around you and um, it has always worked for me that way. Personally, I'm not sure I have ever directly applied for a job and got, even got called for an interview. All my jobs have always been by reference, by someone, you know, sticking out his neck for me and things like that. So I just just say it in passing. Oh, I'm open to opportunities. So if you have any opportunities around you, please do call me up um, and, and let, 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 let me see how I could fit in to those opportunities. So 
what I hear next is, oh, okay, okay, share your CV with me. And then I share my CV. And then I ask them for feedbacks on my CV, you know, probably areas I could touch up. And they will tell me, most of the time, they've always told me, oh, your CV is just fine and things like that. And then before I know it, I'll just get a call. Oh, I got your CV from so-so person. Are you available for a chat at so-so time? If it works for me, I go for it. So that's that about my sponsors. And um, let me also say that my sponsors are not only uh, these thought leaders. I have my peers that have sent my CVs out. I have my CV out. I have my friends. I have um, other people, you know, that have done this for me. It's just about me telling them. And some people have not even told them that I'm hoping for opportunities. They are just keen for, you know, recommending me. So that is the way it is. And then for peers, of course, you have people you know, around you. So when you go for events in your value chain, in your industry, do you connect with people? Do you just look at connecting with the big names and then just take a selfie with them for social media posting? Or you also meet people, you know, within your, your, your level and then you introduce yourselves to them, exchange numbers, get to LinkedIn connection and start conversations around what you do, the future of what you do, the challenges you are facing and how these persons can help you out. So that has been the way in which I have approached my my mentors, my um, peers, you know, and friends. Personally, I don't have any coach currently, so I wouldn't want to speak to that. Oh, great, great. Because I was almost asking that you didn't touch um, how to build relationship with coaches, but since you said you don't, you don't have any, and then well, I think what, I would, what, would have to. What I've also noticed about coaching, uh, sorry for breaking. What I've noticed about coaching, you don't get free coaching. So I have a lot of coaches around me. Jibala Kwanle is a coach, you know, one of the uh, first set of certified coaches in Nigeria. Um, Lara Yeku is a coach. You know, Adedonya Adebaya is a coach. Mufuluwa um, Shaw, um, Ilevbara is a coach. And many of them like that that are within my network. So they are coaches, but then you don't go to meet them that you want them to coach you for nothing. You have to pay because for them to become coaches, they didn't also get it for free. So, you know, you don't approach a coach and just go, go meet the person and say, oh, I want you to be my coach. It has to be value for value. So what are you going to give in return? Mostly... I think, I, I don't want to say uh, for a fact, but I think it's mostly a paid-for um, relationship. You have to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think I, almost, I also heard someone say that um, the only way you can um, value that relationship is by paying for it. The coaches do mm -hmm. not necessarily want your money, but they just want your commitment. So you just need to show that um, you'll be committed to the relationship, and that's why... You have to pay for it. But I, I'm hoping to have um, another episode that will talk about um, deeply about um, coaching, you know, and how it relates to career sources, you know. But so for that now, uh, my fun. last question, uh, for now, my last question uh, or my second to last question will be what's 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 your best um, um, career advancement book or resources you'd like to recommend to any career starter or young professionals that are listening to you? Mm. Okay, career books, career books, career books. Um, so let me not say that I've directly read career books. Um, what, what I do is that I read books within um, my, 
my, um, how do I put it now, within my industry, within the value chain, you know, of course I read wide. So I'm an HR professional. And so as an HR professional, I want to read books on HR. I want to read books on the future of work. I want to read books on uh, trending things in HR. I also want to read books on finance. Yeah. So I read books on finance just to understand, okay, aspects of financing that has to do with HR and all. Yeah. Then I read sales books. So for, for, for sales, I tend to, you know, read um, Brian Tracy, you know, and a few other authors. So while I can't exactly say that this is a particular book I've read for career success, because earlier in life, even before I started working, I wrote a book on uh, career success, <laughs> funnily enough. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, but what, what I've done mostly is to read books that, uh, that concerns what I do or what I hope to do in the near future. Okay, so if you are to speak to anybody who is who is starting his career, um, what what book would you recommend to say? Yeah, I, I read this book um, in, in at a point in my career, and then I think it's something that will be you know valuable for you. Is there any? Okay, yeah, there are a few. There are a few. So I I, I can remember very well. I read um, how to make it big as a consultant. I can't remember the name of the author now, but you can look out for that book, How to Make It Big as a Consultant. Yeah, then I read um, Brian Tracy's No Excuses. There's a book he wrote on no excuses. Um, and then there's another book I read, I'm trying to remember uh, the topic now, Who Moved My Cheese? You know, that book, as short as it is, it can really, really be explosive in terms of career development, and now not to settle for, you know, the comfort zone, how to move out of your comfort zone to do something new for yourself. Yeah, because I've seen people that say that, oh, this is my career, and without, without getting something around this, it is, it is either this or nothing. You may need to test some other things. You never can tell what kind of interest you develop in that. So I've also read books by Napoleon Hill, by Samadei Amin, you know, so uh, those are some of my authors. And of course, uh, Dr. Maxwell, yeah, I read many of his books on leadership and all, so as to build my leadership capacity, to build my leadership capacity and um, knowledge. All right. That's, uh, thank you so much. I, I think I was able to get um, three of the books you mentioned. Um, so the um, listeners can really pick one of those or two of those and then it will help them. So last question. Um, what's there, on your there are for actually several books. Oh, 2020. 2020 is a great year, you know. Uh, like I wrote on one of my social media pages towards the end of 2019 that we are moving into 2020 that we used to hear about Vision 2020-20. Now this is the mm. 2020. And um, so for me, um, I have targets for myself. I have targets uh, about um, the certifications I want to have. I have targets about the amount of money that must be in my investment uh, account, my investment savings account by the end of the year. <laughs> I have targets about the new connections I want to, I mean, the new people I want to connect to, you know, CEOs, CFOs, people that are really there in the C-suite. And then, um, of course, I'm going to be starting my MBA next month. Um, wow. My executive wow. MBA, I'm starting that next month. 
Yeah. And then I also have also established a training outfit. So most of those things that we have learned over the years in, in, in my career, I also want to give it out to people. So um, I've registered the training outfits and um, I'm going to be doing a lot of that, you know, in my free time this year. So most importantly, let's watch out for um, the opportunities and then the trainings that will be coming up from your training outfits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, so where can we where can we where can listeners find you so they can hook up to every opportunities that are coming from uh, Genosco? Okay, um, I'm most active on LinkedIn. I'm most active on LinkedIn at um, Emmanuel Abegude. So my name is Emmanuel Abegude on LinkedIn. Um, also, um, once in a while on Facebook at Emmanuel Tunde Abegude. And then also once in a while on Twitter at today Abegunde. Yeah, so I'm my my I'm quite present on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Yeah. All right. Um, so it's been a phenomenal episode. I really want to say thank you so much for um, the time, and then thank you for sharing your knowledge on um, how to build relationships across different levels. We really appreciate. Um, thank you so thank much. Thank you, Mr. Great, for having me. And thank thanks you so much to yeah. everyone that are, that have listened. Thank you, and I wish you a greater 2020. Yeah, so to we meet again to all my listeners. Um, thank you for keep being amazing. Um, your career matters, so keep being amazing. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure you don't miss any other episode. You can subscribe to the email list on greatawaited.com to receive notifications on new episodes. Remember. This is your career.